Welcome back to the Soul Focus Podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Aaron. And today we're going to talk over some of the past and upcoming sneaker releases and then transition into our main topic for today's episode. Yep. Please comment, rate, and subscribe. And also follow us on Twitter at the Soul Focus Pod. And we hope you enjoy the episode. All right. So what do you think about these these new this have you seen this new iPhone render that just came out? The SE? Or the not the one they just announced. Well, I've seen the SE, but the there's a iPhone twelve render all over Twitter right now. Oh really? No, yes. I haven't seen it. Does it have four cameras? Yes, it does. It does have four cameras. Looks like a looks like an oven. It you looks know, the top like of an oven. oven. Like the, 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 the stove. The stove top. Yeah, the, yeah, the top of a stove. Yeah, the stove. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's an interesting uh, open topic. The iPhone, uh, as some of you may know, our listeners, uh, Aaron and I are both very very techy. We love to keep up on our tech. Um, just just a couple days ago, Aaron, you sent me this wonderful looking microphone, which I hope you uh, indulge yourself with one day because you deserve it. Yeah, um, I we're hope both you very do too. Techy. Yeah, you know, one of these days I will get a super super nice. We have nice mics, but you know, super super nice mics. That'll be that'll be for one of the days in the uh, in the future but i don't know what did you think about the iphone 11 or iphone 12 what did, did you like the uh, render honestly it, it reminded me of like i want to say like the iphone 5 or 6 you know how like the edges are like you know like it's not like rounded on the sides it's you know just you know flat on the sides like you could stand it up on yes. the sides yeah yeah that's that's yeah, what it looked like and then the really the back had you know three cameras as usual and then there was like on the bottom right you know on the four camera thing i don't know what yeah. it was but it, it may have been a camera it may not have been it wasn't the uh flashlight but i don't know maybe apple's up to something so we'll see it, it was it was something but well why don't we get into uh into the uh the purpose of the podcast some sneakers what do you think? <laughs> Let's do it. Get away from uh, phones. Today we we have no guests and no uh, other. Uh, I don't know. What do we call Chad? What do we get to call him? Because he, he's not uh, really a guest. He's not a guest. He's a we contributor. Could, yeah, he's a he's a contributor. We'll, we'll call him that. He'll be kind of a normal contributor uh, in the upcoming weeks. But uh, we have a lot of good sneaker stuff to talk about today. We have a really interesting main topic. Um, but first of all, welcome back to a Soul Focus podcast. I don't know if you guys. Um, I think catching up uh, with it, but you should. If you're in quarantine, you guys should all listen. Um, we hope you enjoy this one. So let's get right into you know some recent sneaker releases. So today, actually, um, at we're recording this on Saturday, which we'll probably release this right away. I think. Yeah, uh, I probably. Don't know. We'll figure it out when we release it. Um, we have the Jordan Six Retro Defining Moments Pack um, uh, Six, the uh, Jordan Six. So it's the uh, the black and gold one. I like how they didn't bring both of the packs back. But this was, I don't know, I think they did a good job on this shoe. People were excited about it. Um, I think it had a good reception. Uh, I like the icy bottoms on, I like the icy part of the, on the bottoms. Um, I think that's a little bit different um, than the old one. But overall, I, I like this shoe. I, I, you know, I don't think, I'm personally not a guy for sixes. I don't love sixes. It has to be the right six. Like even like Travis Scott sixes or, you know, some of these like really hyped up sixes really just aren't for me. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about this shoe? Because I'm kind of I like the shoe itself. I think they had good execution, but it's not personally for me. So what do you think? You know, I'll say this: the sixes are definitely growing on me. Um, mm -hmm. I think they did a great job with this. I think they have the right amount of gold on the shoe with the defining moments, and you know, I think it's just a solid shoe. You know, I think uh, it did you know sell out on the sneakers app today, and I think it's yep. you know it's one of those shoes where like I think. I think in the future, down the line, I think it'll be one of those shoes that'll be, like, not too hard to get. It'll probably be, like, around the $200 range or something. 
to you know oh to you think buy. it goes down that much yeah i think it'll go down i think it'll probably be around 200 dollars, and i think it'll be just like that solid shoe where like if you wanted to start a sneaker collection on this i think this could be yeah, it. this would be a good one yeah do you think it is important for people to understand about the defining moments pack in order to get this shoe um not really i don't think it's that important but you know then again other people have their opinions so i personally i don't think it's that big of a deal what do you think yeah maybe it's just our mindset as you know the young sneakerhead you know kind of culture i guess you could say where we don't think there needs to be some gatekeeping of sorts but i i agree with you i don't think you know this needs to be a shoe i think anyone who is going to get the shoe will understand the relevance of it um and what it means uh you know in the world of sneaker culture into like michael jordan himself so I, I think people won't just go get this because this isn't like a, I think if you were to recommend a shoe to someone like I mean if you I'm gonna give a little plug here go listen to our last episode where we recommended sneakers to people that are really nice that aren't too expensive I think if you're gonna recommend a sneaker this is not one I would particularly recommend so I think people who are getting these will be sneaker heads like they're, it's not gonna be a person that's kind of getting into sneakers but I don't know that's just my thoughts yeah um, I, I would kinda, agree of course let's kind of move it on here we had the uh, Adidas Yeezy 700 V3 Alvia, Alvia. Wait, wait, wait. Am I hold saying on, that right? Hold on, hold on. You're you're jumping too far ahead. We didn't get to rank it. Oh, you're so it. right. All right, all right. What would you rate the uh, the MP6? I think I think it's solid. I'm gonna give it a six and a half. You know, it's a six. I'm gonna give it a six. Uh, it's good. It's above average. I again, it's not something I'm gonna be rocking, but I do like the shoe itself. But uh, like you know, was jumping the gun a little bit. But let, let's let's move on to the next sneaker. Yes, um, the, the Adidas uh... Easy 700 V3. Alva, I I have to be saying that wrong, right? I feel like you you're. I feel like you aren't Alva. You don't think so? I think Alva? I think that's Alva. yeah Alva A-L-V-H. something like that yeah. Alvin. Um, so Alvin. <laughs> I I personally I'm a big Easy hater. I do not enjoy uh, Kanye shoes. Uh, I would say more of the original ones were the best ones, which I think most people would think. Uh, I'm gonna be completely honest about this shoe. This shoe sucks. And I love all black shoes. I just, I don't like this, like, kind of, like, updated model of a sneaker that Kanye's kind of moving into. Like, the 700s as a whole, I do not enjoy. And uh, these got a lot more hype than I thought they would. Uh, just, like, people, kind of the, the stuff that people wanted. These came out on the 11th, and right now I have them going for three, $365. Um, I don't know exactly how many sales there's been. But, I don't know, I, I don't like this shoe. I don't like the look of this shoe at all. And it's going to obviously sell well because it's Kanye West. I don't know. What do you think, Aaron? Do you like this at all? Is this something you would wear? I, I don't see you wearing this at all. No, I would I would definitely not wear this. But I don't know. It's just really weird to me. Like it looks like a Walmart kind of sneaker, but for like three hundred dollars. You know? I a hundred percent agree. You you slap Kanye's name on there and you know, all the kids are gonna want. I, I just think and we talked about this already on another plug. Go listen to our first episode <laughs> where we <laughs> talked about <laughs> is uh are Yeezy's dead. Um, and I, I think they're they're pretty damn close to you know being dead. I don't know. It's just the shoe does nothing for me. I don't even see like the hype behind it anymore. Like it's not even like it's like some wild, you know, colorway or anything like that. It's just not a good sneaker. I'm, I I just I don't know. I think there's better colorways uh, of Yeezy, especially. And I love all black shoes. You know that I'm a huge all black shoe person. Uh, these just aren't it. And any last thoughts on the shoe before we uh, we move on to a different all black sneaker? Yeah, I think yeah. Before we rate it, I, you know, it's not it's not the greatest. I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna give it a three and a half. What are you gonna give it? I'll stick with you. I I'll go three and a half. Also, it's just I don't know. I think the execution of Yeezys these days are just so not good. 
Um, and it just, I don't know, it doesn't do anything for me. I, I think they could have done better with this shoe. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, but moving to a different triple black sneaker, we have the Nike Air Fear of God 1 triple black. Uh, supposedly is releasing in a week, I think the uh, the 25th. Yes. Um, I, you know, we'll see. Now, I would like to say this. Aaron, when you sent this to me, obviously we were going to talk about this. But when you sent this to me, I love the Nike Fear of God collaboration. This collaboration, I loved all the other colorways, even the wacky ones, even like the salmon colorway, the green one. I thought the, uh, the like the desert colorway and the bone colorway was great. So what would you say about this sneaker, this kind of second, if you want to call it a second run, a second run of these? You know, it's it's a solid shoe. You know, I don't think they did anything wrong here. You know, they they hit it, they hit the nail, you know, right on the, right, you know, perfect. This is, this is a solid right on the shoe. Head. Yeah, right on the head. <laughs> 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 I don't want to say it. That word was lost. That word yeah, was completely lost. It but was the, whole, lost. the point was there. You got the point. Yeah, uh, but you know this this shoe is great. You know Jerry Lorenzo is doing has done a great job with these Fear of Gods, and this this one is not a fail either. Yeah, no, I think there's a lot of underrated Fear of God Nike collaborations. Like if you look at like the moccasin, that shoe doesn't even sell well. Like you can get that relatively cheap. A lot yeah. of these, you know, the the go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I've I've seen people like on it, like on YouTube, you know, like review it, like an on foot review. And right. they just look, they look weird and I, I can see why they're not reselling, but they, you know, still it's the name behind it. And I think you, if you wanted to get a cheap one, you could definitely get a moccasin. Yeah, no, I, I think there's a lot of good colorways of these. I, I really think Jerry did a, such a great job, um, with this collaboration. Say, I mean, shout out to Nike. Of course, we're, we're big Nike fans here. Um, but I don't know. It's just this, this colorway. I, like I said, I love triple black. I'm so happy that he ended up doing the triple black because, like, if you look at like the light bone colorway, I love that colorway. You look at the sail black, just the OG black colorway um, that they released. I love those colorways. And like I said, even the wacky ones, like that, like mint green, it's frosted spruce and orange pulse. Yeah, those colorways yeah. are so wacky, but it goes well on the shoe. I think it's kind of a wacky enough looking shoe where it's not too crazy, but it looks really nice. Get yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, what's, what's your favorite Fear of God? Um, I, I like the original black one where it kind of has like that, that like bone type color on the bottom where like the black up, uh, the uh, upper, yeah, black yeah. upper, and yep. I love the light bone. Those two, I, I don't know, they're very close to me. Another thing, like I remember when I first saw the, the mock-ups of this shoe and it had that like blue part, um, in the sole, like the uh, outer sole, mm-hmm. uh, underneath the shoe. And I remember thinking how weird that was. I was like, I'm never going to want to wear this or even look at it. But now, like, I've learned to really, really love it. And I I just love how this shoe looks. I'm, I can go on for quite a while explaining how much I like it. But, Aaron, any last thoughts before we give our ratings? Either, unless you just want to give your rating right now. No, yeah. I'm just going to hop right in. Let me give my rating. I'm going to give it a – love the suspense. We're going to give it Big suspense. a six. Six. <laughs> We're going to give okay. it a six. We're going to give it a six. That's a solid rating. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, you know, I'll even go to seven and a half. I really like this shoe. I think a lot of the other colorways are probably eights, um, but this one for me is gonna be a seven and a half. It, it, it's mm-hmm. still great. I just think there's a couple other colorways that I really, really like. I feel you. Um, yeah, I think on. the yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I think the main reason is like it's this specific fear god is mainly like a basketball shoe. Like, yes, it's it's so high. Like I just couldn't see myself wearing it. Like, yeah, I, I'll say that as much as know, I as like the shoe. shoe I, I think it's so difficult. I mean, do you wear it for lifestyle? Do you wear it for hooping in? Because even hooping in, it's like, 
Yeah, it's true. so high up on your ankle. Yeah, I've seen Bronny uh, hooping. It them. is a good shoe. Yes, yeah, we've seen some interesting. I'm sure PJ Tucker has rolled out one of these and hooped in it. Yeah, um, at some point in time, he's hooped in everything. Uh, but let, let, let's keep on moving along. We have one more sneaker release shoe to talk about before we get to our main topic, which will be a uh, a very good one today. Um, we have the Jordan Seven Retro Neutral Gray, also called the Hair Colorway, um, and this one it it didn't just when does it come out? It I had came the eighth, out already. So it already it, came out. Yeah, it came out. It came out, out ten came days out ago. Hair as in bunny, by the way. Yes. So yeah, like uh, the uh, Looney Tunes. Bugs Bunny. Um, so obviously, it was, yeah, Bugs Bunny. Yes. Um. So I don't know. What do, What do you feel about the shoe? How do you like it? You know, I think it's it's a really creative shoe. Um, I personally wasn't a huge fan of sevens before this, but I think they really did a good job with this. You know, uh, with the 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 sole of the shoe or the, you know the main part of the shoe being like you know hair texture hopefully no bunnies were affected in the process um <laughs> i don't believe so but <laughs> <laughs> but they do have the uh the hair you know sort of feeling on the shoe and then i think with it being gray like they were able to just you know go crazy with some of the colors you know on the bottom of the shoe and then on the back of the shoe i think it's a solid shoe yeah, I'm I'm going in a different direction with this one. I I don't like this shoe that much. Uh, I I I don't know. I don't see this huge need for the uh the hair sevens. I don't I don't completely understand why it came out. I don't know if they needed to do one more. Maybe just with the the movie coming out, uh soon the new Space Jam. I don't know. It's just it doesn't do anything for me. I don't really like the hair texture on it. Um the the like the bluish gray and the the pink does go well together. But this just I don't know what you wear with this. I don't. I just think it's gonna be so difficult to put a out, you know, a fit on together with this, with this sneaker. So it's just, I don't know, it doesn't do anything for me. It's definitely not something I'd ever want to pick up. Which I, I don't think I'd want to touch any sevens anyway. That is not my my favorite uh, Jordan model uh, silhouette. I don't know. It, like I just feel like it's too difficult to put something together with this, where it just completely turns me off to it. And additionally, the resale already is terrible. It's not even a good flip. Um, I think these retail for two fifty, and they're now down to one ninety six. So. If you got these on on uh, drop day, sorry about that. You're not really gonna hit too much on this. Uh, any final thoughts, Aaron? No, I think I think that's it. You know, where I think you know, I think you I think it's different though. You know, it's a it's a different shoe, but it's simple. I think that's where I'm at. It but, it is. They didn't do a ton to the shoe. Do you think they could have done more? Like, do you think it could have done more to make it better than what? No, because like, I think even like, I think the if they did the shoe. Yeah, I think if they did more, it's it's gonna look worse, you know. Like yeah. I think they did just the right amount. Yeah, this I don't know. It doesn't do anything. I, my final rating, I'll give it a four. I don't know, this isn't isn't great shoe to me. I don't think they executed it perfectly. Aaron, mm-hmm. what do you think? Now, while I do like it, I would never buy it. So I'm gonna give it. With that being said, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Okay. But I th- I think it's I think it's a solid creative shoe. I just wouldn't buy it. Right. Right, so uh, that kind of wraps up the sneaker releases. If there's any specific sneaker you guys would like us to talk about, um, you know, add us on Twitter, um, either one of us or the uh, our Twitter handle, which will be in the description below. So, Aaron, let's get to our main topics today, um, and we have a good one. You kind of came up with it a little bit. We kind of tweaked it a little bit, but why don't, why don't you introduce the topic for us? Yeah, so basically the topic is, are Retro Jordan sneakers hurting the future line of Jordan sneakers? Um, and I think, you know, with that, I'm, I was thinking like, you know, there's all these, you know, all these Jordans get, you know, resold, you know, Jordan ones, 
11, 7, 6s, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, the newer ones don't get as much attention. So I was one, you know, right. I wanted us to talk about do the new one, do the old ones being resold hurt the value of the newer ones? Mm hmm. So I think this is kind of an interesting topic to talk about because I think we'll get more into, you know, Jordan after this topic a little bit too, like about their recent athletes and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But we'll start off with this. I, I, I would say no. I don't think it hurts it because I think here's the thing about the new Jordan line sneakers, the, the Jordan brand sneakers we're talking about. So Jordan 34, 33, 32 over the past couple of years, they're not great shoes. I think that if they produced a sneaker that not necessarily saying it needs to be a classic, but it was innovative enough where it looked good and you could rock it like off court, then that would not, we would not have be having this discussion. I think it's more of the fact that they, they're making shoes that people can play basketball in. They're not just making lifestyle shoes. They're going to leave the lifestyle aspect to, you know, getting those retros out. You know, you look at all these ones that are getting retro, the, the one mid potentially coming back. Well, I don't fully believe in it. But I think you look at something like that, um, and that's a little bit of a different story. So I, I don't think that it's impeding on its sales at all. Um, and just because I think, in my personal opinion, Jordan the Jordan brand is taking two different approaches with both of those. You know, it, it, again... You look at like the most recent, the 34, it, there's no strings on it. It's, it's a performance-based shoe by how they you know define the pool system um, and just the, the form of the shoe. And same thing with the, uh, the 30, 30, 33, excuse me. So I think you know when you're retroing these peer, pairs, we don't talk about the Jordan brand sneakers. People talk about the retros. So I think without the retros, we wouldn't have the Jordan brand we have today because they've made these classic styles that people wear on and off the court. Now you look at Jordan 1s. I mean, it was made as a basketball shoe and no one wears Jordan 1s to play basketball. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's, yep. I, I find that so insane that a shoe is so great that it's now not even being used as its, you know, its first use that it was supposed to be used as. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think? Are you going to take the, the opposite direction here? Yeah, so I'm going to play a little devil's advocate and say right. yes. Do you? But the one question I, was, I wanted to ask you while you were, you know, talking is... Do you think that if they didn't focus as much on, you know, selling old Jordan sneakers, do you think, and they focus more on, you know, newer Jordans, do you think that could help them? Or do you think that they're doing fine just the way they are? Um, I think they're doing just fine the way they are. Because here's the thing. If they were to do, um, you know, just go to the Jordan brand sneakers, just, you know, work on the next 35 and don't work as much on the retros, people come to Jordan brand for their retros, and I think that they will stay, you know, if they're about to go play basketball, they will stay for their Jordan brand shoes. So I think, again, this is more of a, to me, it's more of a question of, you know, how can we make the the, uh, the Jordan brand models more of a performance shoe than much more than a lifestyle shoe? Again, I think they just address two different markets. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I would agree with that. Yeah, if they didn't address two different areas of the market, then it would be a different story. So I think it's kind of hard to say, if they were to focus more time here or here, because we, I mean, first of all, we don't really know how much time is being focused where. And additionally, I think it's just, it's done really, really well how it's done. I don't think we can really say a ton of other brands have, you know, evaded that exact style of market where you can essentially keep the same line. Because if you think about it, Jordan 1 and a Jordan 34 is still on the same line technically. And yeah. you can have a performance and non-performance uh, base shoe that are both relatively popular from my understanding the jordan brand shoes actually do better than most of us would you know think it's just more of us who look at it as a lifestyle brand and a lifestyle shoe 
shouldn't say lifestyle brand because obviously Jordan Brand's not lifestyle, but look at more of their old colorways that are coming back mm-hmm. out as important. I mean, even if we just talk about the ones that we just talked about, the Defining Moments pack, people aren't going to be hooping in that. I mean, yeah, that's exactly. going to be a shoe that people are going to be wearing around. So I think a lot of the hype comes from these retros and bringing stuff back where the lifestyle shoes are, are a little bit more low-key and not as talked about. Yeah, yeah. I just think, I think it's interesting. Yeah, I do too. I think, you know, one of the other interesting things is that Jordan, when they first made shoes, they were making them as basketball shoes. And then they just so happened to become lifestyle shoes after Jordan mm-hmm. retired. They became icons. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I think both of us would say that the Jordan 1 is the most iconic silhouette out there. Yeah, so for I don't sure. think that... I honestly, in my opinion, it's the best silhouette, I, I think, hands down, which is crazy to think about from two guys who do not consist. I mean, we, we play basketball, but we, it's not like we're hoopers. It's not like we're playing Division One basketball or anything like that. Yeah. You know, it, we don't pick the, you know, an Air Force. We don't pick something like that. Um, we pick the Jordan 1. So, mm-hmm. again, I, I think it's crazy to think about how the Jordan 1 has now become this huge icon of a sneaker um, and that it's completely, in my opinion, changed Jordan brand as a whole. Yeah, for sure. Where we're you, having this conversation. Yeah, do you uh on you know another question to add to that is do you think they're going in the right direction, you know, speaking of, you know, going into like their athletes and everything, do you think that adding Zion and Jason Tatum and then they just also added Stefan Gilmore this past week? Mm-hmm. Achimura, um, Roy Achimura. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Do you think that those athletes are going to, you know, take the the brand in the right direction? Here's the thing I love about Jordan Brand and its athletes. I, I think this is a whole topic we could talk about forever. Yeah. That Jordan Brand's athletes, they don't get foo-foo athletes out there. They're not getting the 20th best you know, player on a football team or the sixth man on a team. They are getting the best guys, and they lock them up. You look at all these young stars they just signed. These guys all have huge impacts. And then someone, I can already see someone in the comments is like, well, what about Roy Achimura? It's not like he's this enormous player. Roy Achimura has connections in Asia. He has yeah, exactly. uh, you know, a background True. there. So it's Jordan Brand, I think, so strategically picks the people that they sign. And Nike as well, I think this has a connection to it. You see a lot of these athletes um, who don't re-sign, like Kyle Kuzma, who has this beautiful Nike deal. He got the GOAT deal. He'd get whatever sneaker he wants, then he signs with Puma. I think the evaluation process of Nike and Jordan and figuring out which athletes are best for them is just it's second to none. So to answer your question specifically, I think that so many of these athletes, they sign like Luka and Zion. It's very clear that they made this giant push to sign them mm-hmm. and that it was very important. I mean, you look at Jason Tatum, you look at all these, all three of them have had uh, personal editions already. I mean, when do we ever see a sneaker brand do something like that? I mean, yeah, exactly. Ever. The only player I can even think of that's even similar to that would be Donovan Mitchell, who got his signature shoe relatively quickly. Yeah. Um, and actually has been a decent success. I actually think he does have a nice sneaker as a performance sneaker, not as a lifestyle sneaker. But as a whole, the Jordan brand athletes, every single one to me seems so calculated. It doesn't just seem like, oh, we're trying to get every single athlete out there. The Jordan brand lineup to me, it's it's a brotherhood. It's a special lineup, and mm-hmm. it's something that you have to cross barriers to get through. You can't just be anyone and be on the uh, a Jordan brand lineup. It's, yeah, it's for not sure. like that. I think, you know, to answer my own question, I think they're going in a great direction because they have one of – they have – one of possibly the rookie of the year in Zion, which you know we may never find out <laughs> due to the coronavirus, and then they also have Luka Doncic, you know, so they're they're doing more than well, and I think they've definitely set themselves up really well for the future because 
mm-hmm. know, they had Carmelo. They had Carmelo Anthony. His shoe line wasn't, you know, wasn't great. Um, mm-hmm. Which I want to say, they actually do have good models. They do. And it they went do. for quite a while. They they did end up stopping it recently, within the past year or two, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, they stopped the mellow line. Um, but I actually do like his. I actually, as a performance sneaker, again, and it's actually interesting. That's a whole other discussion. Maybe we can, you know, kind of follow it up. With, finish what you're saying, because we'll follow up with another question about Jordan Brand athlete signature shoes, um, because those. Have, that's another interesting thing. You know, you look at like uh, Chris Paul's model. You look at yep, uh, Melo's yep. model. Mm-hmm. You know how successful has these been? Because I, I feel like generally they have not been Russell Westbrook's. None mm-hmm. of these sneakers to me are, you know, these super popping sneakers that you know you see a lot of people wearing because that's just not how it is yeah exactly i was just going to say you know i think these are two of the young you know the youngest players in the nba some of the youngest players in the nba Mm -hmm. and they're really good and people want to watch them so the fact that they have jordans on their feet is only going to you know take the brand to new heights and i think that that's that's a great Mm -hmm. thing to do and to kind of circle back to how we started this conversation about like the direction they're going and you look at luka Doncic towards the end of the year when he was signed with jordan brand Mm-hmm. and uh, Zion Williamson, when they walk into the tunnel, we now obviously we look at everyone, who what they're walking in the tunnel with. Yeah. I couldn't tell you one sneaker that Kawhi Leonard walks in the tunnel with with New Balance, but all the sneakers yeah, they're yeah, walking true. in, they get all the press when they're walked in. Then they have these PEs on the 34 where, you know, you look at Jason Tam's PE, you look at Zion's PE, the Bayou Boys, um, the Taco PE for Tatum. You look at these PEs, they're wild. It's not even like they're great shoes. I mean, I don't think anyone would say these buy you boys shoes are great but then that goes back to the whole purpose of having signature shoes is that you sell basketball shoes so they're doing double that you're walking in he's wearing jordan threes the new jordan threes that just came out um zion's wearing the whole paris fit um when he the uh the new uh the paris uh five or sixes excuse me Mm -hmm. the paris sixes came out a phd sixes he's wearing the whole entire fit when travis scott releases his stuff they're all wearing his stuff this propels it in both For directions. Sure. You're For having sure. these huge um, athletes wearing both ends of this brand. And they're always being seen like that. And especially at, you know, at a time and place where a lot of these athletes are coming in with designer sneakers or you know whatever it is. Jordans are at that level where someone can wear Travis Scott 6s walking on the tunnel. And that's crazier than wearing just a normal Dior, a Christian Dior shoe. Exactly. And I find that just such an interesting thing to think about. Because of how impactful that is. Yeah, I was also going to add, you know, the thing about Kawhi is that New Balance, like, this is this is a whole other topic about New Balance, but this is just a side thing I wanted to say. New Balance is definitely doing well um, because they, they got have, Kawhi. They had and a then, good run. And then he won a championship the same year they got him. So I think, you know, they're definitely on the come up. I think they're in the same category as Puma. But anyways, back to mm-hmm. Jordan. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. They, they're definitely, you know some iconic shoes, you know, with all these people um, collaborating with them. And then we also have, you know, the Dior Jordan one coming out here pretty soon too. So mm-hmm. I'm sure and we would have seen I, that again, in the tunnel too. Exactly. It's it's one of those things where you're not going to see Dior just, you know, doing um, collaborations with anyone. And you're not going to yeah, see Jordan it, Brand for just sure. doing collaborations with anyone. And there's on sneaker shows all around, they've talked about how special it is to get a Jordan collaboration. Mm-hmm. This is meant to be a, a time where it is super duper special and that it's not easy to get. And exactly. you look at the people who Jordan is collaborating with and it's just different. You know, it's 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 different. The, the, I mean, right here, just on, on my notes here, there's three collaborators in terms of artists um, with Jordan. We have Drake, Eminem, and Travis Scott. Those are... Th- 
three of the biggest rap artists out there, and they hit the demographic perfectly. I mean, For sure. you look at uh, designer collaborations. You have Virgil with Off White. We've had Supreme stuff with Jordan, and now we're mm-hmm. about to get a Dior Jordan. So it's it's again, it kind of just hits back on the fact that if you look across all sports, you look across really everything they do, the type of people they have are the top end people. You're not yeah. going to be going out and just having anyone on Jordan brand. And I think it's so unique and so crazy that this is, you know, kind of the point that Jordan brand is at where they can kind of sign whoever mm-hmm. and whoever they are getting is going to be the top tier athletes that they have. Yeah. You know, and, and I think another thing to connect with that is I think we'll see that tomorrow with the, uh, Jordan documentary coming out, we'll get to see, yes. you know, cause he's such a unique player. He's not like anybody else, you know, ever was in history. You know, when he came up, he's a mm-hmm. different breed. And yeah. I saw it, a quote mm-hmm. that, that, that he said, people probably won't like me when they see the first episode of the documentary. And I mean, he probably is that kind of person, you know, sometimes you have to be like a, you know, that kind of person that, because you want to be successful. So I mean, you've you know seen I mean? a lot of people's mentalities just like that. Exactly. Um, w- one more thing I want to hit on before we kind of end the episode here, and that's the uh, the brands or clubs or teams that are sponsored by Jordan. I mean, you look at college basketball. I'm just going to go down the lineup here. University of North Carolina, obviously, it's where Michael Jordan went to uh, college. Georgetown, mm-hmm. Marquette, Florida, Houston, Oklahoma, Michigan, San Diego State. It, it seems like what Jordan Brand has done is they position themselves where they have these top-tier universities, and they're kind of all in their own sections of the world. You know, it's it's really none of these universities to me are super alike, and I think they've just went out to hit everywhere you can go. You look at Paris Saint-Germain, my personal favorite soccer team. Mm-hmm. They're now Jordan Brand. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets, I, I guess, yeah, part Michael Jordan's a part owner, but, you know, they, yeah. they do stuff with Jordan Brand. I think if you look across... You know, the teams here, um, and starting in 2016 with uh, my Michigan Wolverines, you know, I, I think Jordan Brand has set themselves up for just such a successful future. And the strategic planning people behind uh, the Jordan Brand and Nike have done such a great job with these universities, you know, because it's not like they didn't go out and get Alabama, okay? Yeah, exactly. They didn't true. Want Alabama, it seems like to me, they wanted these universities that are embedded with history that can, mm-hmm. you know, improve the Jordan Brand by, you know, being great schools at football and basketball, but being more than that. Uh, which is, is, is just so unique of a, for a brand to do. Yeah, for sure. And especially like a school like Michigan, you know, they're, they're such a unique school. Um, yeah. You know, being from Ohio, I'm not a huge Ohio State or Michigan fan, as you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, Michigan definitely has, you know, their their worthiness to be a part of the Jordan brand. So, you know, they yeah. definitely have a great strategy team behind what they want to do. And, exactly. you know, it, it's taken them mm-hmm. to far heights thus far. So, and I, I don't see it, and, you know, going yep. anywhere, you know, and th- soon. just like I said, you know, you look at all, you know, seven, eight of these schools, however many there are, um, each one is in their own kind of world. It's not like it's two big 10 teams or two sec teams. You have teams, a part of every conference hitting every area yep. where you're going to be able to spread the Jordan brand, where a lot of these universities have connections to Jordan athletes. I mean, you look at Oklahoma, they have Blake Griffin. San Diego mm-hmm. State had Kawhi. Kawhi was a part of Jordan Brand before he switched over to New Balance. You look at Florida with Joe Hayden. North Carolina, obviously, with Michael Jordan himself. You look at Marquette with Dwayne Wade, Jimmy Butler, who are both not with Jordan Brand anymore. Um, Georgetown, yeah. Patrick Ewing. Yeah, you and even these players uh, that went there. Yeah, sorry, I was going to even say uh, with Oklahoma, they got Kyler Murray too, because I think the, yes. his first year had had he was with Jordan. You know, in his yes. first college year, yeah. his one college year. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. So you look at these players that are embedded with Jordan, where they, you know, it's it's to me being a part of the Jordan brand means family. You know, yeah. it's it's such a selective and unique uh, team to be a part of, where you're, it's essentially the highest class you can get to in sneaker brands mm-hmm. and clothing brands. And I think you know being a part of that is just such a brotherhood where it's so unique. But yeah, for any, sure. Any last thoughts on Jordan brand before we kind of close off this episode here? No, I I think we could go with so many we could you know go on so many tangents with with this mm-hmm. topic and i think we definitely will in the future discussions you know one of one that just came to mind is like do we think lebron his shoes could be like jordans you know in the future you know like he mm-hmm. have his own brand and then you know things like that um but you know there's just so many mm-hmm. ways there's just so many different outlets we could take this topic but no i think i think we've hit everything thus far so what do you I'm think? gonna propose one last question, and it'll be a short one. What is your favorite Jordan of all time? And then I will say mine, and that'll be what we end the episode on. Like, so I got to pick one shoe, and that's my favorite. Yep, one colorway too. Yeah, if all you right, have, so if you have one, and if so not, you sen- can give some honorable mentions in there. All right, so essentially, I'm wearing. So if I got to wear a Jordan the rest of my life, this is what I'm wearing. That's one, and and money means no nothing here. Yeah, of course. Um. That is a tough one. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> Do you? What am I going to say? You're going to say the uh, Travis Scott Jordan one. I, I actually have two tied. That is one of them, and there's one more. I'll go first while you think. Yeah, so yeah, yeah you Travis go Scott's Jordan one. Now, that's much more of a new head, you know, a, a new, a uh, younger sneakerhead, I should say, not new sneakerhead, a younger sneakerhead thing. Um, I just, I love his sneaker. Travis Scott's my favorite artist, so that it means a lot to me. And then the last one would be Fragment Ones. Uh, yep, I, yep. I just, those, I love the blue on Jordan. So like Royal ones I've always wanted, you know, if, if we get, you know, enormous one day, that'll definitely be a sneaker I have to pick up. But, um, yeah, no fragment ones is one of my all time favorites. The friends and family pair is just insane. Mm-hmm. It's not a huge difference between the normal, uh, the pair that was out to the world, but I, I love fragment ones. So Aaron, you got one shoe to pick. What's it going to be? So I got, well, I gave two. So yeah, you gave you can two. really give, you can do some honorable mentions if, if you must. So I think I got, I'm going to, I got, so my one honorable mention, I'm going to do the Cause Air Jordan 4 Retro Cool Gray. That's my honorable mention. I was going to say mention. gray or black. Yep, that's I my honorable mention. Um, and then my other honorable mention, the uh, Off-White uh, Jordan 1. We're going to go with the uh, Chicago OG? colorway. Yep, OG. Okay. Chicago colorway. And yep. then I think, I'm thinking my number one is going to be the, uh, Jordan one, the uh the one from uh the Spider Man into the Spider Verse, uh the OG, I I love that sneaker that one yeah where it has kind of like the spots on it kind of yeah yeah and then it's got the yeah. uh, icy bottoms too mm-hmm. yep yeah so just a, a quick story before we leave I know I keep on saying Aaron and I are <laughs> fantasy football partners and we have said that if we win we are gonna get Jordan ones and I, I'm guessing that's probably the one we're gonna end up getting because it's not like too expensive but it's yeah you know, exactly it's it's it's, it's It'll definitely the Spider Man Jordan ones. Yeah, it's definitely in the in the budget. Yes, it, it's a good it's a good shoe to start then. us out off on our collections. Yes, yes, the the, the Spider Man Jordan one I, I love into the Spider Verse and it's a great movie. Yeah, but um yeah I think I think that's where we'll end the episode here. Aaron, any last thoughts you want to give to the people? Any words of wisdom? Yeah, I was gonna say, stay healthy, stay clean, and check yes. out this uh, Jordan documentary tomorrow. I think it's gonna yes, be it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be really a great good. one. It's gonna be a great one. Mm-hmm. And it's really and, the only thing on live TV right now. So there's yes. no excuse for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes, no excuse. Everyone should be watching. And I'm going to plug my other podcast because we are doing something really, really interesting. 
Uh, my other podcast I do is called Small Baller Podcast. I do it with my buddy from college. His name is Trevor. And we're doing the top 25 basketball players of all time starting tomorrow. So if you hear this tonight or tomorrow morning, it'll be out 4 o'clock on Sunday on the 19th and then a week later on the 26th, um, which will be super, super fun. So take a listen to that. Um, but yeah, that'll, that'll be the it for this episode. Follow us on Twitter. It's at the Soul Focus Pod. Um, follow both of us on Twitter and Chad. I know he's not here, but he is kind of a normal contributor, so we'll have to throw him in there. Um, yep. I'm not going to say everything else he has, even though he'll probably want me to because he has like a million accounts on everything. But yeah, follow <laughs> us on Twitter. Uh, please subscribe. We really, really appreciate your um, subscription. It's 100% free on whatever network, whatever you are on. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much. Leave a comment, review, and we'll see you guys next time.